Eagles Entertainment. On Friday, December 24th, Eagles players spoke to the media. First up, offensive tackle Jordan Mailata. Hey Jordan, you playing Sunday? Of course, mate. It's a ridiculous question. Is it? Is it? I mean, yeah. so uh, I guess um, was not practicing the past two days, kind of just to kind of with the quick turnaround, kind of just to monitor it and the ankle injury and, and figure out what what was going on there. Yeah, pretty much. Just wanted to stay on top of it, um, do some maintenance on it, and let it rest. Um, you know, I think it was important that uh, you know I got together with. The, the medical staff and figured out an, uh, you know, an action plan to move forward and they saw that this was the best way and so, you know, we did it and uh, we're still doing it and, you know, I, all I know is I'll be ready for Sunday. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Martin, and then EJ. Hey, Jordan, glad you're uh, feeling better. Anyway, um, I was wondering, you know, with all the moving parts on the offensive line, to see a guy like Sua kind of step in, uh, what did that mean for you guys, and, and how do you think he did? Oh, you know, Sua stepping in is, you know, we've, we've been there before, you know, with the whole, you, know, you guys talk about last year, how, was it 13 or 14 different starting O-line, O-line uh, combinations? <clears throat> you know, so it was just... For us, we just we just know the way that we prepare just to be ready. The next man up, that's our mantra in that room as well. We have so many mantras, but that's just the one thing that Stout always emphasizes is your time. Your time is coming. Um, and, uh, you know, and I think they do a great job of preparing everybody. I mean, Saul's case, Saul stays prepared all year long. That dude is, is jacked and ready to go, and he's a hungry dog. And so, you know, when you get a guy like Saul coming in, you know that he's ready and he's confident. And it just shows in the work that he does. Go ahead, EJ, and then Dave. Hey, Jordan. Um, I wanted to get your reaction to not making the Pro Bowl. Was that disappointing for you? And do you feel like you played well enough to uh, to make it this year? I'll be honest, man. I, I haven't re- I haven't really given much thought to the Pro Bowl um, snub. It's more. I, I think I care more for Lane. <clears throat> you know, I think Lane's one of the best tackles in this game. And, you know, I know for me, I, I if I look at myself in the mirror, I know I have a lot, a long way to go before I even make those Pro Bowls. You know, there's so much stuff that I need to clean up on my own tape. But, you know, there's one tackle I, I model myself after it's Lane. And, you know, I, I just feel for Lane in that regard um, more, more for them myself, just, you know, because I know that I'm still starting up. Nobody knows my name, but they will one day. So, you know, I'm going to keep keep working hard so I can put that respect myself on on myself, put the respect on myself and, you know, make the league aware. But until then, you know, I know that the sun's still shining, the checks are still clearing, and I love playing for the city. If I could follow up really quick, I mean, what's it been like watching Lane, you know, knowing what he's gone through this year, still play at such a high level? I, I, like I said, I model my game after Lane. Um He's, he's a true leader in that room when it comes to being a player, a person, and a leader. Uh, when you think about all the stuff that he's been through and to overcome and come back and play at the high level that he's been playing, it just shows you, you know, the class athlete that he is, the, you know, one of the best tackles in the game. And 
for him to just keep doing it over and over and week in and week out, it's truly a shame that he got snubbed, to be honest. I, I think there's a lot of guys on this team that, you know, have played at a very high level and it's just a shame. We know that, that you know, they're really good and that they're probably regarded as, you know, one of the best in their positions. But, you know, as long as we know that and we play to our strengths and we keep, you know, playing our game plan, I think that's all we should worry about right now. I mean, my focus is on this weekend's game. I'm not worried about the Pro Bowl anymore. I'm trying to win games this Sunday. We have time for two more, so go ahead, Dave, and then Zach. Hey, Jordan, what did you think of Devontae's three-point stance? <clears throat> I'll tell you what. Um, I thought I was seeing ghosts when I saw Devontae um, line up next to me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I knew that we were doing a QB sneak, and I saw the – the D and line up, you know, in between, in between Smitty and I, and I was just like, this, this is not going to go good. I, I don't want Smitty to, to block this D end by himself. So I kind of thought it was hilarious that we designed that play like that. Um, you know, so it, it was, it was definitely, I'm not sure if it's a one and done, but I, I believe in Smitty to, to do that block, but I just needed to slow it down for him just so he didn't get a, uh, his helmet or skull cracked from that D end. Go ahead, Zach. Hey, Jordan, you posted something the other night kind of apologizing for the way you played. What was the the reason for that or the story behind that? I think I think it was because, you know, I, I, because of Stout and because of Kelsey and because of Lane and the standard that they've set in that room, I know that, you know, that first half I truly fell below the standard. And, you know, I went to the fans as well. I think the one misconception, you know, with all the, the hate that we get from the fans is, you know, all the, the, how the players interacted as, as, you know, the fans hate us, but they don't. I think they're just very passionate about being a hard worker. And I know one thing that they respect is, if you give all your effort and, and you be a hard worker, that's that's all it comes down to at the end of the day if you're giving your best best effort and you know and so for me I know that that first half wasn't my best effort. Um, and you know, I just felt like it was a much needed apology. So <clears throat> sometimes I feel like the fans hold us accountable as well. And just as much as, you know, our O line room and, and our O line coach and our, everybody else in the O line. So I just Felt it was, you know, it was right to do, yeah. So, yeah, that was just me, signing from the heart. Thanks for the time, Jordan. Appreciate you guys having me. Merry Christmas. Next, offensive guard Sua Opeta. Hey Sua, um, I was kind of interested. I mean, you got the chance to start, you know, this past game against uh, Washington and everything, like. You know, with everything that's going on with the COVID situation, injuries and stuff like that, I mean, does it kind of, is this like a perfect type of example of like how you just always have to be ready no matter what? Yeah, um, especially with COVID these past couple of years, it's definitely added to like that sort of awareness to where you have to be ready to play anywhere. So, I mean, going into the week, Stout even told me like, just be ready, and he just tells me every week, be ready, because it's bound to happen, you know, sooner or later. 
ahead, John, and then Bo. Hey, Sue. Uh, speaking of stout, a uh, couple of guys have, have kind of talked about the standard that, that he places upon you guys. You've obviously had tremendous success running the football. No matter the changes, you were the latest one uh, to come in there and you still had that kind of success. Can you kind of take us behind what that standard is and what, what Stout preaches? Yeah, so Stout standard is, you know, just to be very physical in the run game. And the thing about Stout is he's very detailed in how we hit our blocks. So, you know, the more we can detail it out, the better, the more success we'll have when we're hitting our, our combinations or our displacement blocks just in the run game. So he's very detailed in the run game, and it, it helps us block the way that we do. Go ahead, Bo, and then Zach. Hey, Sua. Um, you know, Jason Kessie said the line the other day about how the, the Sua Opeta stock is, is like rising like Tesla. Um, what was your reaction to that? Has that been sort of a running theme in the offensive line room? And, and what is your relationship like with Kelsey? Yeah, it's, it's been brought up a few times. Um, it's, uh, it's nice to hear, though, that I'm being compared to Tesla stock, I guess, maybe before. But, yeah, it's just been something that's been going on in the O-line room. I've been working really hard to get where I am, so kind of the comparison they've made there and Kelsey's been really helpful for me in my game I, I really try and model my game after him the way he runs off of the ball in the run game and just how he hits blocks it's really really inspiring that's that's how I want to play so that's what I try and do do you, do you have sort of a favorite Kelsey story favorite Kelsey story uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head no. Thank you. Go ahead, Zach, and then Ed. Hey, so uh, as a follow-up to that, what was your first impression of Jason Kelsey when you first met him? Um, that he was a really down-to-earth guy because coming to the to Philadelphia, the first thing I saw on Jason Kelsey was his speech uh, after the Super Bowl. <laughs> so. Not really knowing what to expect meeting him. He was he was really cool, um, very down to earth. We'll take two more here. Go ahead, Ed, and then Rob. Ed, I think you might be muted. Sorry about that. Uh, so, uh, can you hear me? Yep. I just wanted to ask you, you came into the Eagles as an undrafted free agent, I think, in 2019 from Weber State. Um, how, how tough is that to kind of, you know, come from that, uh, you know, small school environment into the NFL? And how are you different now than you were when you when you first got here? It's uh, <clears throat> I'd say for me, it was a lot of it was in my head, like, you know, oh, I'm playing. I'm uh, competing against all these bigger school guys. You know, not knowing to, what to expect, and then I come into OTAs, and you know, I'm feeling pretty good. I'm hanging with all of them, blocking them, locking them up in the past game, and you know, my confidence just skyrocketed ever since then. And and then I knew like I can play in the NFL, and from there I just trusted, you know, Stout's coaching, and um, from my rookie year until now, like just my confidence and 
knowing in my and uh, trusting in my own ability has skyrocketed. If I could just follow up, was there any moment in particular you could point to when you felt like, yeah, I can, I can hang with these guys? Uh, not in particular. I would just say it was coming into rookie minicamp in OTAs that first year. Go ahead, Rob. Uh, just wanted to ask you, Sua, about uh, Kelsey a little bit. You know, when you were uh, being discussed as somebody that would step in and potentially play, you know, he said, uh, Sua's stock is hotter than Tesla right now. I'm wondering if you heard that comment. Uh, are you, is your stock hotter than Tesla right now? Do you have any, any cash in Tesla or no? Um, I don't have any cash in Tesla, but if there was a Sua stock, I would invest in that. Perfect. Merry Christmas, man. Merry Christmas. Thanks for your time, Sua. Thanks, guys. And lastly, defensive end, Teron Jackson. How you doing? Thank you. We'll get started here with Mike K and then Ruben Frank. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Teron, happy holidays. Thanks for doing this. Um, we've obviously been seeing you play a little bit more as the season's gone on. Where have you grown the most in your – sorry, as my kids screaming in the background. Uh, where where have you grown the most in your game over the last, you know, 13, 14 weeks? And why do you think you've earned more playing time? I think the, uh, the biggest uh, area that I've grown in is just, you know, kind of understanding what I need to do um, from the techniques and stuff that they're teaching me. Um, so that's that's probably the biggest area that I've grown in, you know, in the run game, you know, understanding the angles and stuff that I need to take. Uh, improving my get off and things of that nature, uh, and I think that's that's the reason that uh, I've I've earned a little bit more playing time because the coaches see you know day in and day out you know come in early, uh, make sure I'm doing what I need to do you know and working hard and I'm to make sure that I'm getting better uh, every week. Go ahead, Ruben and John McMullen. Did you think you would get to this point where you were playing you know 15, 20 snaps a game uh, when you look back to training camp and and you know how slowly things were coming i think you talked about you know just the, the adjustments and everything uh how far do you feel like you've come since then and did you you know were you confident you would get to this point uh yes yeah, so i'm confident in myself um you know even you know from high school to college you know i always knew uh, that to get to wherever I had to uh, get to, that all I had to do was, you know, put in the work. So, you know, I was confident that I was going to get to, you know, start getting more playing time. You know, I just didn't know when, you know. So every day and every week, uh, come in and talk to some of my defensive coaches, you know, and try to every week improve on the areas, you know, that, that I struggled, struggled with the previous week. Uh, and just, you know, continually doing that and doing that, you know, and just getting a little bit better. Uh, I think just 1% better every, every, every day, every week, you know, that helps. So, you know, that's, that's kind of what's making me trend up. Go ahead, John, and then Rob. Hey, Teron. Uh, how helpful have the veteran guys been for you this year? I mean, you've got a lot of experience, Derek, Josh, Ryan, and Brandon's still around even though he got hurt. How how helpful have all those guys been for you? Uh, I can't even put it into words, man. They've been huge for me. Uh, DB, Ryan, BG, man, BG, you know, he always uh, giving me pep talks, you know, make sure that I'm staying motivated, you know, and knowing that, uh, you know, I got to just keep trying to get better every week. Uh, I think those guys have, have been uh, part of the reason that I've been trend, trending uh, upwards, you know, before practices and stuff, you know, they kind of come out sometimes, talk to me, uh, help me work on my game uh, whenever I'm with the coaches and stuff. So uh, having veteran guys that, you know, have been there and have that experience, I just try to absorb everything, man. So maybe I can get a couple steps, you know, from, and, uh, from where they've been. So, you know, I'm just trying to learn from them, you know, and continue to grow. Go ahead, Ruben and Ryan. 
Go ahead, Ron. Teron, how about the veterans and their involvement with you off the field? I mean, it's obviously Christmas week. You're going to be uh, away from family. What, what, what's what's their help on that front? And how, how does a guy that's as young as you, like, how do you handle that, being away from family? Uh, it's pretty rough being away from the family, man. You know, me, uh, I've been uh, pretty much home, you know, every year uh, from college. But uh, those guys around, uh, they, kind of, they kind of make right around right now in Philly uh, feel like home. So, uh, it hasn't been too bad, you know. During Thanksgiving, when I didn't go home, I went to BG House, man, ate with his family, and I swear it felt just like I was at home. So, uh, it's been good, you know. I have a I have a family here too now, so uh, you know we just gonna keep uh, getting ready for these next couple games, you know, grinding out uh, the rest of the season. We have time for two more, so go ahead, Dave, and then Mike. Hey, Teron, I've seen a lot of uh, fans and former players and current players at Coastal Carolina on social media, really excited for you. What's that support been like? Uh, it's, it's great, man. Knowing that you, you still have a college family that roots for you uh, and that's cheering for you, it's amazing, man. It just speaks wonders for the the culture and things that's at Coastal Carolina, man. Like, when I say, you know, that was the best decision that I made to go to at Coastal, you know, I always have family there. Go ahead, Mike. Teron, uh, just a two-parter uh, for you. A lot of young players talk about getting that first sack and then it kind of clicks. Can you take us through, I know it was a bit ago, but against the Lions, um, Mm -hmm. how much that kind of helped your confidence? And then the second part is, you know, you and Brandon have very similar body types and skill sets. How much do you watch his his tape when you're you're preparing uh, for games? Uh, Could you, I I didn't hear the first part. Could you read it again? I'm sorry. It kind of broke up. Yeah, yeah, sorry about that. So, you know, a lot of young players talk about getting that first sack and then it kind of like yeah. clicks and it's kind of like a really big, okay. you know, reinforcement for confidence. Uh-huh. Uh, what was that like getting that first sack in Detroit? And then obviously with Brandon Graham having a similar game to you, uh, how much do you study his film uh, to kind of improve? Yeah, uh, It was great getting that first sack, man. It was a big confidence booster, man. You know, I have moves and stuff that every practice, you know, I'm trying to work on, trying to, you know, sharpen that iron to get better. Uh, and to get a sack in the game is definitely a big uh, confidence, boost, uh, confidence booster uh, with the amount of, you know, playing time that I'm getting. Uh, Brandon's a, a, a definitely a big guy that I watch. Uh, I watched Brandon, you know, kind of growing up too. So uh, some of his moves uh, were kind of already, you know, incorporating what I do. Him and DB are two of the, you know, kind of similar body types to me. So I, those are the two guys that I, I feel like I watched the most and kind of molded my game from. Uh, so definitely BG and Ryan, I mean, BG and uh, DB were two guys that, you know, I kind of watched and, you know, just trying to incorporate some of the stuff that worked for them. You know, it works for me too. Thanks for your time, Teron. <laughs> All right, thank you. For more Eagles news and exclusive interviews, be sure to subscribe to all of our Eagles original podcasts, including Eagles Update, Eagles Insider, and Eagle Eye in the Sky.